0: So what's going on everybody, this is Justin and Off For Real Podcast. And this episode, the one that you're about to hear, well this is with Texas legend Matt Sanzala. And I thought I lost these files, but however I found them and you're going to love this. We talked about some pictures and if you want to see those, head over to my Instagram page at Off Now set back and enjoy the show. And uh, I just want you to tell us the story behind the picture. At work? Oh, please. All right. There you go, man. All
1: right, can you read the caption? I mean, I just... Because I, I remember what that... I don't remember who's... It was like a listening party at rap lot
0: It says, um, uh, Scarface playing new music for Juvie at rap compound.
1: Yeah, basically, that was Scarface playing beats for Juvenile in his car. We were at the rap compound, but everybody was there that night. Zero. Man, Every it was somebody's... It might, you know what it was? I think it was the UTP release. Like they had a uh, they had a UTP get together. I could be wrong, but it was somebody's release party. But I feel like it was probably Juvie and Skipping them. It was like their release, like press and radio. People could come listen to the album and and rap a lot. People, the rap a lot uh, staff and artists all came up. I took a bunch of pictures that night.
0: Yeah, that picture right there. I couldn't believe it. It was so rad. I got a couple more for you, man. This uh... whatever you want to do. Oh gosh! All right, that one is. Uh, I guess you worked at this place, right? I don't. I don't have to set it up for you. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, Music Mania was a record store in Austin. It was right where the Fiesta yeah. is at 38th and uh, I-35, right in the corner there. And it was legendary, and it was run by two dudes, <clears throat> Bernard, man. Like, he was a vinyl, vinyl head, man. Like, half the store was just vinyl, vinyl, vinyl. It was a big-ass store. But because of where it was located, when the East Side was the East Side, um, he realized that the bread and butter was going to be selling Texas rap. Like, everybody was coming in asking for the Texas rap music. And so it became like, you know, there were other stores here. There was Turntable Records. There there was uh, A-Town Records. There uh, there were other... uh, record stores in Austin back in the day but in 1998 or I worked for I worked for Music Mania when Fat Pat was killed and uh that was 1998 a little Kiki in store and the guy whose back is turned is Joe Nick Patoski, and Joe Nick Petoskey is an old school I mean I want to say he's old but he's an old school journalist music journalist from Texas he actually wrote he definitely wrote one Willie Nilsson book I don't know why I think he might have wrote two Willie Nilsson books he's definitely written more than one book but he's a You know, Texas Monthly, all the best, you know, uh, publications. He's like a very literate uh, journalist who's covered music in Texas for many years. And he came out to the Little Kiki um, thing because I think he might have wrote the DJ Screw article that came out in Texas Monthly many years ago. I think that's what it was because the way I met him was I had done a Fifth Ward Boys cover for a magazine called Texas Beat. And Texas Beat was a free monthly publication that was in all the record stores in Texas, all the bookstores. And it was around for years. And it was actually the second publication to ever let me write for them. Shout out to Keith Ayers, the uh, editor, publisher, the everything of Texas Beat. And when I came in, like he brought me in specifically to write about Texas hip hop. And like I did a Scarface cover story for him. But when we did the Fifth Ward Boys one, it was for the Usual Suspects album. And uh, this was a real budget publication. It was all black and white newsprint. And um, I was, I talked to Keith and I was like, look, man, if I can get Rapalot to pay a little extra money, cause it wasn't like, it wasn't a pay to play thing. It wasn't like pay for the cover. Like we were putting the Fifth Ward boys on the cover anyway, but it was a black and white magazine. And I was like, man, this is such a dope picture. What if I could talk Rapalot into paying for us, you know, just giving us a little money to print it in color. And he had never, that was the, actually the only color um, cover ever for Texas Beat was that Fifth Ward Boy's cover. And as an aside, when I I went to, out to Smithville, they were printing in Smithville. And when I went out to Smithville to print it, to pick him up, the rednecks were like, man, you can't barely even see this boss face. Meaning, you know, he's dark. Anyway, racist. But uh, went out there, picked it up, whatever. And one day I was in Music Mania and just, so Nick Petoskey, I had no idea, this young, older white dude, who was probably in his thirties uh, at that point, you know what I mean? But like, to me at that time, he was an older white dude. And um he had a stack of everything that had just come out Texas-wise. And like all the, anything screw related, anything out, anything Kiki, anything like related to that from that nineties era. And I was like, who are you? What is this? And I swear to God, he was like, we, we talked for like five minutes. And he goes, man, are you Matt Sanzala? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I I don't know why. I just knew that was you because I know Keith didn't make that Fifth Ward Boys cover. He's like, I knew somebody. And then talking to you, I could tell that had to be you because nobody else was doing that shit. You know what I mean? Wow. I know, you know, and I was talking to him like real, you know, seriously about music and about you know when he told me who he was i knew who he was i had read his work before and i was like man anything you need i think what it was was he was telling me what he wanted to do and i was like shit jonah vitoski wants to write about texas rap i'm like anything you need call me you know what i mean i'll, I'll help you with it and he's like are you you wouldn't have to be matt sonzala would you you're the guy that did this fifth war boys cover and i was like yeah and we've been friends ever since
0: oh man that's such a great story
1: yeah, and Kiki, of course. You know, I mean, Kiki was a, is a force to this day. He's one of the best stories in Houston rap. Just still yeah. doing it. You know,
0: that's so true. Yeah. Let's see what else we got here, man. This is cool. I love I love your stories. I I've got a few. Let's see what we got here. Let's go to another one. Uh. Oh, man, we're going to go way back. Maybe find out. uh hmm. can only. Oh. My... Maybe we can find out if uh, your connection to Houston through this. You see the picture? <laughs> <mirror>? <laughs> uh, man, um,
1: my dad moved to Houston on my eighth birthday. He basically called me. He told me he was going to Houston. But he didn't tell me he was moving to Houston and he, he actually left the day before my eighth birthday on January 15th and he called me like halfway there to wish me a happy birthday. And I was like, hey man, when are you coming back? And I'll never forget because I was sitting at the at the table, the kitchen table with my mother and my my godmother, my, my godmother Rita, and they were both sitting there like with their hands in their face like, their, their face in their hands like, oh God. I'm like, well, when are you coming back? And he explained to me that he got a job in Houston. He's not coming back. I have it. And I had the Kiss Rock and Roll Over album in my hands. I remember it vividly. I mean, Aunt Reed and my godmother bought me that Kiss album. And I had that in my hand. And I'm talking to my dad like, uh, you're not coming back, really? He's like, but I'll have you come down this summer and this and that and da da da. And it was like, OK, so I mean, and you can cried for it or whatever, but shit, it got me to Houston. And and I look back at that, I'm like, shit, whatever. I'm so happy it got me to Houston because Houston's become, you know, was everything to me. Like, I did everything in Houston. But that picture, we lived pretty close to the Astrodome and my dad's a big baseball fan and I'm a big baseball, you know, I'm not a big baseball fan like him, but I do like baseball and I used to love going to the Astrodome and that's just a picture of me. I don't know if I was eight or nine, but I was at the Astrodome. And if you notice the t shirt, the t shirt says, We Love Erie, which is Erie, Pennsylvania, which is my hometown, actually. So I've got a Houston Astros hat and a uh, We Love Erie shirt in that. But I was, like eight or nine. I was either 1980 or 81 at the Astrodome. And I actually, Stuart Fold from the Houston Press, the publisher of the Houston Press, actually bought me when they did the auction. I didn't, I was, I was too late. I didn't know, but he bought me two seats. I have two Astrodome seats, actually.
0: Oh my goodness, that's huge. But I went to the
1: Astrodome all the time. I just talked about it last night. We did a tribute to Bob Watson, and Bob Watson was the first black general manager in Major League Baseball, and that was for the Astros in 1994, and he had a long career in baseball, starting with the Astros in 1966, and his son Keith is a really good friend of mine, and he passed on May 14th he had been having kidney issues and stuff. And we did a show on KPFT last night with uh, Bun B came on it, Pete Nice from third base, uh, Dante Ross, and I interviewed Keith, his son, about this. And I was talking about how the street that we lived on in Houston was Holly Hall. And Holly Hall basically dead ends at the uh, outfield end of the Astrodome. So like, oh. I lived like three blocks from the Astrodome. I went to so many Astros games. I was- and I visited every summer from 1980 to 89. And I moved to
0: Houston in 89. Ha ha. Did I lie to you? Did I let you down? I don't think so, my friends. Thank you, Matt Sanzala, so much for your time. Another great episode that had absolutely nothing to do with me. You guys have a wonderful day. Spread great energy. Remember to chill till the next episode, and uh, tell Willie to come on the show.
1: This has been a
0: Rogue Media podcast.